So you want to hear my joke? I got a joke for you. Of uh, course, yeah. Tim Grifford. That's my joke. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is he's not going to even know. Anything but credible? What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Anything But Credible podcast, a.k.a. the ABC pod, a.k.a. episode 183. Hope everybody out there is doing all right. We are back at it again with another week and another week of uh, network love, I guess. Keith and Griff are out, but lucky for us, we, we have a network full of people that we can kind of call in and sub in at the last minute. So let's go around and say what up to them. Uh, first, Todd from the Offended podcast, a.k.a. Tricky. What's up, dude? How you doing, man? What's up, man? Thanks for having me. Of course, of course. And then uh, also, friend of the show, uh, also, we always get to tap in, try to tap both of them in as we can. But uh, from the Going Off Topic podcast, it's it's Mr. Kyle Foshi. What's up, dude? Not a lot. What's going on, Dugan? How you doing? I'm, I'm hanging in there, guys. My name is Dugs. Um, I appreciate you guys filling in. We, uh, we're going to keep it simple this week. Again, like we did last week with, with Keith, you know, uh, a simple theory, nothing too crazy. But I actually, you know, we haven't been doing any weekly weirdness. But I think that we do have a couple stories and a couple things that we're going to hit on this week. So we'll have a little bit more uh, substance than, than I guess before. But first, you know, we said what up to you guys, but I want to check in and see how the podcasts are going for anybody else out there that can just go out to anythingbutcredible.com and check you guys out. But, you know, in, instead of usually we'd plug in some kind of promo or ad for you guys, but, you know, you're here. So let's do in the flesh. Uh, Todd, start us off. Man. What, what's the newest with Offended? How's everything going, man? Uh, everything's going good. It's just mostly the same. Uh, we had those... Uh, those YouTube episodes we just dropped uh, yeah. a couple of weeks. One was like three hours long. We did like six hours of recording on that one episode one night in Florida. We ended up just getting drunk, just kept talking. But those episodes I feel like are really good. Like if you're a YouTube fan, like we hit, like it's actually just very good. I was surprised when I listened to it back and like, this actually sounds great. Like it's awesome. However, people know how my <laughs> podcast is doing. Uh, I'm just going to go ahead and drop this off now. Uh, Tommy Lee Jones, guys. <laughs> Oh God! Oh boy! Start what about it? What, what do you? What do you? I'm not sure what you're referencing. Uh, uh you know, just uh, Mr. Fauché. Uh, you know, his <laughs> podcast going off topic. Uh, the movie game. Uh, you guys were talking about uh, Tommy Lee jo- Tommy Lee Jones movies, and you guys couldn't come up with any Tommy Lee Jones movies. Mm. Not even Men in Black. Well, I mean, we, Batman Forever. We did no come to it for old men after the fact. Um, <laughs> My, uh, how, how funny is this that we didn't, not even a full five minutes in, uh, we kind of, I guess yeah. we kind of knew this was coming, but <laughs> I, I will say this, Todd is right. I think, um, as much as I want to give him some, some shit back, I, I feel like <laughs> we can't really defend ourselves here. And I would say that Foshi, as the recording was happening, I think we both looked at each other. Like we knew, we, we knew that, that this was going to come in many forms. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, you're hundred percent right. Um, it was truly embarrassing. I'm still embarrassed by it. Um, I think it came from No Country for Old Men. And for whatever reason, I just okay, legitimately okay. couldn't think of Men in Black. I, I kept thinking of Air Force One. And I was thinking of uh, the other movie that Tommy Lee Jones is in that's exactly like Air Force One. The cover is the same. But I mean, I mean, no excuses. It's, just, it's plain embarrassing on our part. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And especially embarrassing for me because... Um, Weirdly, growing up, one of the movies that I watched all the time was The Fugitive, and I, I just feel like I almost disrespected my, my, my family, my grandma, because she used to show me that all the time. So, you know, sorry, grandma, on that one. 
Yeah, there was a couple times during that podcast I was just screaming at my <laughs> radio. Like the Ocean's Eleven one. He was like, I don't know anybody in that movie. I'm like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> one of the few people that uh, is not an Ocean's fan, apparently. But hey, you know, that's the thing about the movie game, man. You never know. Like, uh, that's why I think it's so interesting because even people who say, like myself, I would say that I watch a lot of movies, but I wouldn't say that I'm necessarily really good at the movie game. You know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't say I'm a movie uh, but like historian or a knowledge source, but I, I watch a lot of movies. So, and I would also say this, we've talked about this before with, with that podcast on that podcast about this weird thing does happen that when you know, you're playing a game, when it's your turn, for some reason, sometimes that switch just gets flipped off and you're like, I know, I know 50 Tommy Lee Jones movies, but for some reason, right when it's, when it's my turn, I don't know. I, I, I blank out. Foshi, did you, is that just a me thing? I think that might just be me. I don't know. No, I think you're, you're hundred percent right. I mean, it's the same thing with like trivia. You know, you get a trivia question and you're like, oh yeah, of course I know that. And then you start thinking, you're like, it just gets on the tip of your tongue and you, you can't actually remember or come up with anything. And it's just like, <laughs> it always happens to where it's just like one thing that just sticks in your mind. And it's like, that's not right. That's the wrong thing. Um, and I think the movie game, the, the thing that I try to do that probably gets me in trouble is I try to play ahead. So if I'll go to like Dukes, I'll be like, okay, he's going to name this. And the next guy's going to name this. And it's going to come back to me and I'm going to name this. And then I'm like, I, I just, it doesn't go that way. And then I just, that one thing that I thought was going to be the right answer, it just doesn't end up being at all correct. So, um, but yeah, that, that's the latest on the Going Off Topic podcast is we had uh, Denny Willard from the Movie Merch podcast and from Spacing Out. He came on and played the movie game with us. Uh, that's our newest episode. For whatever reason, Apple doesn't like our podcast anymore. So if you are a subscriber, it is not downloading. So you have to go find it or look us up on social media. Um, it's shared there. But the movie game, it was a good time. We're definitely planning to do it again probably in a couple of weeks. We're going to get Todd and uh, maybe we'll get Denny back and maybe some other people. We'll try to get a big four or five, maybe six people going. I think it, we, could, uh, we could go for a while if we had more people. It's, it's, it's fun. It's a good time. You can just give me the trophy now. It's fine. Yeah. I mean, we, we have to have Todd on now because he, he's... <laughs> He's claiming the, the belt already, but I will say this. In between the next time, I have already set a, 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 a personal goal. I'm going to watch the most obscure like indie <laughs> movies and, and find the just most random actors and actresses so I can just throw curveballs left and right. That's, that's yeah, the game plan. I like indie okay. movies, though, so, <laughs> I, like so it, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> been a, a lot of uh, a lot of trash talk in our in our group message, but um, it's it, it's just a fun time, you know. If you're in this, you know Labor Day weekend, if you're out with friends or whatever, having a barbecue or just you know zooming because we're still on a yeah. quarantine, it's definitely a good time. Just you know play well, play a couple rounds, see who knows the most. I don't know if it's who knows the most, just who can flat out remember movies. Yeah, that's who's in the movies. Right. Exactly. Yeah, and I actually think that if we do that, Foshi, um, I, I'd really you know I know it's your pod, but I'd really like to see the whole offended crew in there. Just so we could even, even if, um, even if someone from offended doesn't win, then we could at least start an internal uh, battle between those three about who you know. Who well, Katie will just lose for, for sure. <laughs> well, she's already out. out. Yeah, she'll oh. just lose. She doesn't know anything about pop culture, so she's out. <laughs> okay. Jim might be okay, but on the Tommy Lee Jones thing, one more thing is I'm not mad, guys. I'm just disappointed. No, right? you're real. You are upset. Right. You're definitely upset. <laughs> And I, I accept it though. I 100% accept it because as That's soon as funny. in that podcast, I think as soon as I couldn't name Men in Black, I was like, "Wow!" I, I just yeah. legitimately was so upset. It was a real hang our, hang our head moment for sure. But uh, and and 
to be honest with you, it's unfortunate that that is the one that really got Todd because we knew it too. We knew it ourselves. You know what I mean? Oh, there's a couple others. There's a couple others. I was just let's like, not bring come on, guys. <laughs> let's, not, let's not bring them all up here. So for everybody, for everybody else, uh, go out, check out the Going Off Topic podcast to, uh, to see the movie game and, and, and check out what, what Todd's referencing. And, and then you can stay tuned for the next time we get uh, him and hopefully everybody else on the Offended Pod together. That'll be a good, that'll be a nice mix up. So that'll be, you know, be five, six people at least right there. We'll see, see how the game is after you add a few people. It'll be good. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Those answers don't come as easy then. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, all right, good. Um, and yeah, I will say this too, just bringing it back full circle, Todd, I, I will say um, I, I was impressed by the, uh, the, the YouTube episodes. Unfortunately, I didn't know anything that you guys were talking about like at all. <laughs> But I was I was impressed, man. I was like, look at these guys. These are they're going Rogan style here, and they're just letting it all hang. So we uh, totally went Rogan style. Totally did. Yeah, yeah. It seemed like a good time. So that's cool, man. That, that's what you want, right? You just yep. record and have a good time with it. That's that's that's, that's what's going on. So do we have anything uh, planned upcoming for the uh, anything crazy happening on the offended pod? Uh, right now, not really. Uh, just trying to get through the hockey playoffs. Our predictions haven't been too strong uh, so far, except for. Uh, as of right now, depending on how the games go today and tomorrow, I might have all my picks correct for this round. Mm. But we'll see. It's been miserable predicting stuff this year. Yeah, I would say uh, the the NBA has been pretty interesting too. So far, the, the the series wins of the first round have kind of been predictable, but the games themselves have not been. And actually, round mm-hmm. two has been very interesting. I, there could be some real big mix-ups here about to happen, so... I feel like uh, those bubble, those those bubble playoffs, man. They, I feel like it's a different world. Anything can happen oh, for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, okay. So um, we said you got to check the, check them out everywhere they get your podcast, but especially you guys can can check them out on anythingbutcredible.com, and they're both all their links and stuff are, are on podcastmo.com, which the same as anything but credible that you're listening to right now. So so check them out, fellas. I have one. I think you could call it a weekly weirdness. It's more of just like an interesting story that I thought. But first, Foshi, I know you had a couple things that you kind of wanted to hit on or at least bring up. Uh, Todd brought up his thing that has been burning him all day. I mean, literally, this guy, he has lost sleep over that Tommy Lee Jones episode. So what what do you got going on over there? What's up? So I have three or four random just questions that I've been thinking about or just when you asked us to, you know, to come on, it was things that just popped in my mind. Um, The first thing is actually brand new is, is from what I saw on Todd's Facebook last night. How was, what did you think of the five bloods? Oh my God. I really enjoyed it. At first I was kind of like, like halfway through, it totally just turns into a horror movie. And I'm just like, what is going on? And then like the more it went on, I'm like, all right, I like it. I can dig it. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was great. Dugan, you I still need to check that out. Yeah. That's on my list for sure. It's, it's really good. Um, and it's even, I mean, it's, it's now with what's happened in the last couple of days with Chadwick Boseman, it's, it's pretty, it's just eerie watching um, right. those things. But I mean, Spike Lee and all those guys, it was just a really great movie. So definitely check that out on Netflix. Um, my next question, I mean, I think it's pretty, this might be the most random, but I think it's pretty, pretty uh, easy answer. Are you in or out on garden gnomes? <laughs> out? Wait, hold on, hold on. What, uh, <laughs> um, are we talking about like in a garden? Or are we talking about just in general? Uh, what, what's the context here? Yeah, I would say just, just like in, in a garden. Like, I I, sure. I don't have a problem with garden gnomes. I think that if you have, I think they could add a little bit of texture, a little bit of complexity. Yeah, I think uh, some people can overdo it, and I think mm. that there are some really creepy gnomes. But you know what? Very interesting. I don't know what made you think of that or where that came from, but last year, 
I noticed that a new addition, at least to me, of the over-the-top Christmas uh, decorations, gnomes, Christmas gnomes became a thing. I don't know if you guys recognize this, but they became a, like a, 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 a real like Christmas decoration and like an indoor decoration. So, and I know because our household bought a few of them probably. And uh, they're basically just huge Christmas gnomes that are filled with sand. And I was like, why do people like gnomes? I don't know. But the more I thought about it, I guess they're kind of cool. You know, there's a little bit of a mythology, maybe a little bit of a storytelling, but also, you know, you can make them look cute and stuff. Garden, the thing about garden gnomes is they don't really look cute though, right? So I would just say like, I'm cool with them. That's the final answer there. That was a long yeah. way to okay. get to there. Why, yeah. can, can you please explain to us what, what's going on? Uh, I mean, just like just walking the dog, and I just saw that like some people like go all out with garden gnomes. Like they just have like five or six of them. Like I mean, you're kind of overdoing it with that many. But you know, if you have like one or two, or some people have, uh, you know, they have like themed garden gnomes, like a, like a cardinals one or a blues one or something, and you know, that's kind of cool. But some people, I mean, they really go hard for garden gnomes, and it was just interesting. I w- walked by a garden and saw like five or six of them, and I mean, it was just I was like, man, I mean, that just seems kind of crazy, but. I think because I think uh, Ellen is like totally out on garden gnomes. She's like, I don't know. She's just, I don't know if she's like freaked out by them or scared or whatever. But <laughs> I think, you know, that, that's, that's for sure weird. But well, I could see them being creepy. I mean, I could see, you know, people don't like clowns. They don't like, you know, yeah. other, you know, I mean, it, it, I feel like it could just fit into that category. You know, some people don't, I got to be honest with you. Maybe this is just because I watch too many horror movies or whatever, but like um, dolls, oh, you know, like girl doll, like, Toy dolls, they, they kind of freak me out. They're kind of creepy. You know, um, ventriloquist dummies, like, really creep me out. I think that's, like, one of the creepiest things ever. That's one of the creepiest, No, you know, um, shout out to all the ventriloquists out there. But that's, like, <laughs> one of the creepiest hobbies and professions I've, I've ever, like, if you actually think about what's going on there, it is terrifying to me. But um, so I could kind of see where, like, if you, if you put it into that category, I could see it being creepy. The thing is, is what I, what I want to know. Maybe this is a little bit too much, but what's the background on gnomes? Why, why are they in gardens? Are they supposed to keep animals away? Do they, do gnomes eat squirrel? Like what, what's the, what's the thing on gnomes and why, how did they become such a, a staple in your garden? You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I feel like so I just looked it up. I just typed in quickly on Google gnome history and it says gnome <laughs> legends were especially popular in Germany and Gribial made his gnome statues so that people could better enjoy the myths and stories of gnomes who tended to gardens at night. So apparently they were like, they were they gardened working at in night? the garden. Yeah, apparently. And they give real good green thumbs then. If you can do it at night, that's pretty, that's very impressive. Yeah, We're learning cool. today. We're learning today. That's, what, you know. that's what this is coming down to. If you didn't know that you thought you were going to just stroll into episode 183 and not learn <laughs> about gnomes, garden gnomes, come on, man. What are you, what are you come on. I, I think it's a solid question. <laughs> I like it. Okay. What else is going on yeah. with you, Foshi? Um, I feel like he's got a list. Todd. I feel like he's just to, he's just living to, quarantine life and just I writing like it, down man. all these I, these like life like, bullet points. <laughs> I have like two other questions. The first one, I think <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna know the I know the answer for both of you probably already. And I asked, this came up at work uh, yesterday. And if you had to listen to one musician for the rest of your life, who would it be? I think I know both of your answers, but let, let's hear them from 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 you guys. Mine, yeah, mine's probably you too. That's probably okay. I have to go that's with. Right. That's what I was thinking. I was going to either guess that or is 1975 in that category for you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's you can, between those two for sure. Well, see, U2 is not a bad pick because if you are a big fan like you are, they have enough music to really, you could really, you know, switch oh, yeah. it up. And mm-hmm. that, that could 
See, that's that's the thing, Koshies. I got some artists that I really, really love, like all timers, but they still have to have, you know, you can't just pick the people that have the, the hits. You know, you got to have people that have the, the good, you know, intermediate and moderate songs. You know what I mean? Like the in-between songs. Like those songs still have to be good. In order to listen to it forever, that's tough, man. That's really tough. Yeah, I, yeah, I feel like for me, the first thing, so, so I'll tell you who the first three pop in my head is, are. First one is all time. I, I just love DMX, man. I, I just love DMX. I, I, I just seriously, I, I could listen to DMX all the time. But, you know, listen forever. It's like a constantly aggressive vibe, you know, and he does have some non-aggressive songs, but very few and far between. So I don't know if I would go with him all the time because I feel like I'd, I'd, be, I'd be ready to get after some action all the time. You know what I mean? And then uh, number two, it goes to Lil Wayne, I think. Just from pure love of Lil Wayne and the actual catalog that we talked about. I mean, that guy's made 10 mil- million songs. Um, and so you could even, even the ones that I hate, you know, it'd be nice to mix up, you know, but then number three really goes into the equation here. And I, you're going to love this folks, but I gotta tell you, I, I think it might be Drake. And I'll, I, here, so the three weeks ago, I was driving down to the Ozarks, right? It's like a two and a half hour drive, maybe something like that. And I put on Apple Music, just a Drake playlist. And sometimes you forget with all the music out there, every single song, and I'm talking like, it's like a six hour playlist. Just hits, smash, bangers, all of them. It's amazing. I don't even care. Foshi, by the way, Todd uh, hates Drake. That's the whole <laughs> kick behind this. He, he, hates, he right. hates Drake. I, I, hate Lil, I hate Lil Wayne, so it's fine. Okay, so, two, so then do we, <laughs> do we just settle for, for DMX then? Is that, that's, that's what we settle for. I guess him and that, uh, what, was, what was that Christmas song he sang? Uh, oh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Rudolph. Reindeer? Yeah. yeah. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this one, I mean, he should just be singing any song he would make better. But yeah, I, I think Drake might be in that conversation, man. That, that's, that's, that's a nice mix. Uh, what, what about you, Foshi? Who are you going with? Yeah, I think uh, Wayne, Wayne is definitely up there for me. Um, you can go back and listen to one of our first ever albums that, or ever uh, episodes that we recorded for that. Um, Another guy that comes to mind is just, is Tupac. Like I love Tupac, mm. probably like arguably my number one favorite musician. Um, so he's up there too. I, I think okay. it's between those two for sure. I like that. I like that. Tupac could definitely that'd be a nice variety. I I, I could see that for sure. Okay. Okay. My last question. Um, I just found out that people do this not for playoffs, not for any other thing, but this is a sports question. Have you guys ever paused? It, not even sports, not even sports, but just a live event to skip the commercials. Like I've heard that people do this for award ceremonies for sports for certain things they'll just like pause it for like 10 minutes at the beginning or whatever or 20 minutes and then they'll just so when it gets to a commercial they can just skip the commercial and just watch the live things have you guys ever done this or heard of this i do it for wrestling actually like i'll start wrestling like 30 minutes late just so i I can fast forward through the commercials okay but okay so starting late yes sure but have you ever is the question if we if you've ever like turned something on and then paused it because I feel like that is really weird. Like you turn on wrestling match and then hit pause. Yeah, I don't and, do that. Yeah, that that's kind of crazy. <laughs> no, to answer your question, no, I've I've never done that. I've never heard of that. I I feel like a lot of people do what Todd's saying is where you just intentionally are late to it. Um, but no, I can't imagine ever just hitting pause and then going doing something and coming back. Right. That that's that's weird to me. Um, is this something that you are doing, Foshi? Because I'm no kind of worried. No, not right. not even that I'm doing. I, <laughs> I can't remember. I heard it on a podcast or 
a radio show or something where they were like, and I don't even, I, they, I, I'm pretty sure they said they like pause it or maybe they just said they start it late, but it's, it's very interesting because with sports, if you're, I mean, obviously like you can't, if you're getting updates, then it's going to be ruined for you. Even with, we just switched over to YouTube, YouTube TV not too long ago. And Love I have to like put my phone down because for like, it's just like slightly delayed with some things. It's like, oh, I just saw this. And then, or, oh, I just got the alert on my phone, but it's going to happen in 15 seconds on TV, which is not that big of a deal. But um, yeah, you just, I guess you just kind of have to like stay off of social media and everything for that, you know, half an hour or whatever that you pause or don't turn it on right away, which I just, I just find interesting. I didn't know that people were so, I mean, I guess commercials are annoying and whatever ads and all that, but I didn't, I just didn't know that people were so, I guess it's anti-commercials or they're just, they just want to watch straight through, which is cool. Well, so I will say this because I think there is a little bit difference now with all the streaming sites, especially YouTube TV. I'm not a big commercial hater, but I am with the streaming services because they only play the same five. And that sounds really weird, you know, but I swear to God, if I hear that one song, whatever, every time Apple comes out with a commercial, I hate that song, whatever they're using immediately because they just play it 45,000 times. And so like people to me always say this whole thing with Hulu, like, oh, you know, you got to pay the extra five bucks. I don't really care about the, the advertising. I don't care about the fact that you're, or the principle that you're making me watch ads. But it's the same three ads every single time. You know what I mean? So like that, that's what kills me. So I, I could definitely see like intentionally coming late. But pausing during, I can't do it. But I, you know, I just, I don't know. It's like, it's hit or miss because I guess you got you to weigh out your pros and cons. The, the pro is, is you're not getting as many commercials as you would like regular cable or whatever the case may be. Con is that it's the same five over and over again. What do you guys, how do we think, how do we feel about that? Yeah, I mean, like with the NHL playoffs, like you heard that Dunkin' Donuts song, like uh, Deathbed by Paufu, I think is how you pronounce their name. You hear that over and over, which that song is awesome. That song's a great song, but holy shit. It's like, okay, all right, we get it. And then that, Fucking Subway commercial, too. You just hear over and over with Charlie Puth, whoever's name. Right. Yeah, Which, right. by the way, what a terrible last name, Puth. <laughs> that's just, true. If you just say Puth over and over, like, you're just like, wow, that sucks. Like, that's true. That's true. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, yeah, it's the YouTube TV commercials need to change up a little bit. Yeah. That's all I guess. Yeah. I agree. Okay. Well, um, Poche, I, I, we, you know, we had a little bit of a Zoom difficulty, but uh, got through it. And uh, di- I didn't want to cut you off before we moved on. Did you have anything else that you wanted to, uh, any other thoughts or, or life kind of checklist that you had going on? No, that, that was all that I had. Uh, I will say just not noticed, but I just want to give a shout out to Todd for the Bulls. I assume a Dennis Rodman jersey, I hope. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Uh, so yeah, shout out to Dennis Rodman. Uh, <laughs> classic. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Best NBA player of all time. Mm. Yeah. Well, that, <laughs> that, uh, that's an interesting high take there, but, um, <laughs> I, I do kind of want to, at one point, maybe another episode, Posty, we'll dive into your love and obsession for, uh, bobbleheads. I think that is one of the most fascinating. I, I, you never hear people like loving about bobbleheads like, like you do. So maybe, true. maybe, uh, maybe another episode we'll, we'll dive into that, but, 
What do you guys say? Before we get to the theory, I I did want to say one thing. And this is just the story that I found on NPR. You guys can search it right now, but there's not a whole lot of detail here. I just kind of wanted to, it actually kind of goes along with what Fauché was saying about just kind of things that I was like, well, that's interesting. And that is that through the quarantine, through, through COVID, all of these things, um, food and objects, you know, there, there, for a minute there, there was a lot of hold, at least in St. Louis here, um, on certain kinds of meat, you know, meat in general for a minute there when it first got rough. We're, there's still today, months after the start of COVID um, or, or the lockdown, there's still a, a restriction on like paper towels and um, toilet paper and cleaning products. You know, a lot of stores that I'm seeing are still, you know, two per customer type, type of deal. And what I found was interesting is there's this ep- um, article on NPR stating that out of all the things that the, the products that the, is going around the world that has been hit so hard by the COVID industries, the one that's really not only has kind of not been hit, but it, I mean, it has, but it's also sustained the hit, but it's also thriving is coffee and coffee beans specifically. And I thought that was really interesting because out of all the things, that we need and that people would say as a necessity. Coffee's an interesting one because, you know, caffeine is a drug. It is a little bit of an addiction type of thing. You know, I have to have my coffee too, um, just like everybody else except for Foshi because he doesn't drink coffee. Uh, actually, now that I think about it, Todd, are you a coffee guy too? Yeah, I like, I like, only like iced coffee. Okay, so I was going to say, I yeah, I don't... It. I was going to say, I feel like you're more of an energy drink kind of guy than you are like a hot cup of coffee. Yeah. Yeah. D- definitely. Okay. And Foshi, you don't do coffee at all. You really actually like, how do you get, how do you source caffeine, by the way? Uh, I really don't. I just drink water <laughs> all day and then and <laughs> okay. that's about it. Uh, every once in a while, I have like a soda or something, but not not very often. Man, I feel like, I feel, I'm sorry. I feel like I'm kind of isolating you as an alien in this uh, episode, but I feel like that, that's one thing about you. Nerd. I will never, I'll never be able to understand. Actually, it's probably a good thing, but that's what I'm thinking about right there, right? So we have two people, two out of three right here that can definitely live without coffee. Like, let's just, you know, let's be honest. Toilet paper and stuff, you can live without that too, but it's a little bit tougher. And I just feel like overall, I know coffee has become such this powerful thing, right? It started as like a niche market. Now it's like this huge, huge global thing. And I just thought of, of all the things to be, I don't want to say thriving, but definitely sustaining. I thought it was interesting to be coffee. I don't think, I'm interested to hear what you're, if I asked you that question as far as like, which industry do you think could sustain a hit like COVID? Would coffee even be in the top list? Like where, where does your head go when I ask that question? Um, yeah, I actually, I pulled up this article that you're talking about and it's, it's, I mean, I just read just quick, like just read through it quickly. And it's very interesting because they talk about, um, you know, it's, it's widely available on supermarket shelves, even though some of the world's largest coffee growing nations have like recorded some of the highest numbers. So like Brazil has recorded more cases than any nation other than the U S is the world's Mm -hmm. top producer of coffee. Yet we're still getting coffee, India, Mexico, Colombia, all rank in the top 10 globally for both COVID and coffee production. It's just yeah. not slow. It's just not slowing it's just, it down though. Yeah. yeah they, just, they're, still, they're still like, doing so their coffee not, production. Yeah. Like I guess they're still just producing the same amount of coffee yet. And we're still like allowing them to ship it everywhere. And I just feel like, um, that's very interesting because I would assume, I would assume there's like, you know, machines that go out and I don't know, pull coffee beans or whatever and produce mm-hmm. it and everything. But mm-hmm. there has to be some sort of like, 
human interaction with that coffee. And I wonder if it's just one of those things where it's like so many, I would love to see the number of people in the United States that drink like one cup of coffee a day, because I feel like it's gotta be super high. Oh yeah. It's gotta be astronomical. Yeah. And that's, and that's, and that's what I thought was so interesting is that like, not everybody is a coffee person, but if you are a coffee person, you usually like a really, you're, you're like a coffee person, you know? And that's what I thought was the interesting side of, of caffeine is that if you're a caffeine person, you kind of have to get your caffeine, you know, like that's kind of one of the things, Todd, what, what comes to mind for you when I say that stuff? Yeah. uh, I'm drawing a blank right now, man. Um, Let me ask this. What, what, what is your main way of intaking caffeine? Would you say? uh, Definitely an energy drink. Like every, before every day, before I go to work, I'd buy like a monster like rehab, which is probably not good for me, but oh well. Um, (laughs) But uh, yeah, that's normally like what I take or, uh, or smelling salts off of Amazon for five bucks. So <laughs> do some of those. <laughs> I like that. The, the non-conventional way. I like that. I can respect that. But if yeah. I said to you, if I said to you though, Todd, like, you know, uh, any kind of product or industry, you know, what do you think is still thriving through, through COVID? I mean, would anything come to your mind in general? That's still thriving? Or just sustaining the hit. You know, we talk about all these things locally, restaurants, food in general. Um, like I said before, um, toiletries, cosmetics, things like that. You know, we're going through these, sh- what, what, what we know right. as shortages, what, what they really are, I don't know. But none of that for coffee. I just didn't know. Would anything else jump out to you? or what? Because I don't think I would think of coffee. I mean, it kind of makes sense. I just don't think I would think of it. I think beer's probably doing great right now. That's true. Beer Alcohol in general. Be great. Yeah, that's true. I bet. I would even take that a step further. And I would say for sure, like wine, I think Mm -hmm. Um, things, um, even, even, even alcohol that you like liquor that you don't have to necessarily keep cold. Probably even I, 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 I I think my head would probably go there to be honest too. Mm -hmm. Um, But if you think about it, you know, somebody like me who doesn't get out very often, you know, you, you give me some tap water, uh, some coffee and a little bit of alcohol I'm good to go. You know what I mean? So I guess, I guess it makes sense. You know, I guess I, I, maybe I just, maybe it's me being kind of blind to realizing how the control that coffee kind of has just in general. Uh, maybe it's just me being naive to that fact. I don't know. I just, when I read that article, I was like, hmm, that's interesting. Cause it's basically just saying like, Hey, everything's not doing great right now, but one of the industries that is doing okay and not as bad is, is coffee. You know, I thought right. that was, it stuck out to me. I don't know. Yeah, that is interesting. But I think it's just because so many people like Ellen, like what can't get out of bed without a cup of coffee. Like she, she literally has like a cheap Mr. Coffee maker right next to the bed that goes off at 745 and she just wakes up, pours it and then is ready to go. But I think there's so many people like that, that need at least one to get going in the morning that it's kind of just people are just, and I think it's even harder now because people are working from home. So they, I think it's a lot harder to get up out of bed. Like oh, if you had sure. to go into the office, you're like, oh, I have to get up by this time to leave. And maybe you don't get coffee then or you just yeah. get at Starbucks or whatever. But here Definitely. you're like, oh, I can just sleep for however long. And then you just keep sleeping and going. I, um, I mean, you look at bread company, they're doing that coffee that like you get free coffee for what was it? Three months straight that they were doing it. They extended mm. it to like October, I think it is. Mm. So I have that now. And I, I think I've gotten like two cups of coffee and <laughs> since I've gotten it. <laughs> so what's the deal with that? So like, you, it's like a subscription base. So normally I think it's like 10 bucks a month and you get unlimited coffee, like for like that whole month that you pay for. But Brett company was doing or Panera for those that aren't in St. Louis. Um, 
they did like, hey, you sign up for three months, you get it for free for three months and you get unlimited coffee for three months. So that's what you're, I'm doing through Panera right now. Then I take that home, dump a little out, put some Baileys in, and I'm good to go. There you go. You start your day. Exactly. Okay, so I see, found it's interesting. A, uh, oh, sorry, Foshi. I was going to say real quick. Um, it is interesting because now you guys got me thinking. And one of the first times when COVID really hit and it was like, oh, no, like when, when the stores really hit that frantic starting pace of, you know, the toilet paper thing and all those, all the cleaning problems, when that really hit, I do remember being in the store when it was stores, grocery stores, completely wiped out of everything. But for some reason, that coffee aisle was still, there was so much coffee there. And I think it was just because we, they just have, and maybe they make we just so much coffee. It's kind of interesting. I guess I didn't think about that before, but everything was gone in the stores, like all food, except for dry products, you know, like noodles and uh, rice and all that stuff. But there was definitely coffee. Like I bought coffee. I've bought, I've never once had a time where I went to any store and they've been out of coffee. I'll just say that. Yeah. Oshie, so what I were you going to say? Uh, an article we were talking about alcohol and beer. I just quickly looked it up on Google. Mm. Um, so this is, was in June 22nd. And okay, it shows so a couple months ago. Yeah. So June 22nd, yeah. this article was written. Um, it shows that during the week ending May 9th, brick and mortar alcohol sales, dollar sales were up 41%, mm. while online sales of alcohol skyrocketed 339%. Wow. Wow. But then it and also shows... The reason that I, I noted that it was a month ago is because I bet that's continued to, to, you know, things have not gotten, they've gotten a little bit better, but not really. Um, people have kind of been more relaxed. If anything, I don't know if it's gotten better, but I bet you those numbers are still all the way up there. That's kind of the only reason that I noted that, that date, but continue, please. Yeah, and then it shows that, uh, I think this was like worldwide, so then it actually shows that Americans not drinking more. It shows um, COVID-19 research conducted in early April found consumption of alcohol overall was down nearly 14%, and mm. by early May, it was down slightly more than 12%. Um, Anheuser, oh, and this just Anheuser-Busch from May found that 45% of consumers were drinking more at home week over week, um, obviously, because people are not going out, but um, yeah, I would like, I tried to find a, a more recent article, but I, I can't find anything. So, but that was interesting. I guarantee it's gotta be the same, if not more. Yeah. I wonder if that 14 being down 14% is just like from nightlife and bars and, and, you know, not the social drinking aspect of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think you're right. But this is a very interesting, uh, interesting article that I found. There. Yeah. Cause I will say, and this is something that I've kind of noticed myself. I don't know. You guys might probably make fun of me, but watching all these bubble playoff sports at home. I definitely don't drink the same way that I do when, and this is probably a dumb statement, but like out at a bar, if we're watching the blues game, it's just not the same. I mean, I still have, you know, plenty, but it's not, it's not, it's just not the same atmosphere. I feel like the atmosphere really vibes into it. So maybe, maybe those numbers are down are, uh, are due to that public aspect of it. But the overall number, I can believe that. Cause I'm telling you, even myself, I've expanded uh, different things. You know, I kind of started drinking red wine. I've never done that in my entire life. It was just kind of like, why not? You know, might as well. So, uh, I don't know. Have, have you guys expanded the, uh, the alcohol, uh, consumption at all? Oh, the consumption? Definitely. Um, I just mean the, 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 the uh, <laughs> but the no, type, yeah. maybe. Um, I started drinking mojitos recently. Uh, Katie's <laughs> growing some, uh, she's growing some, uh, mint, in the, our backyard right now she's got nice. some like she's got like a garden of like she's grown tomatoes and like nice. jalapenos and stuff 
And she made me a mojito one day. I'm like, this is fucking delicious. Yes. <laughs> yes. Never had one before. So yeah, I drink mojitos now. I feel like I I'm growing that. up. <laughs> Anything that you can throw a little tequila in, I sign me up. I'm, I'm good with that. <laughs> Foshi, yeah, do you, have well, you found yourself expanding your alcoholic taste at all? Not really. Uh, but I will say mojitos are the bomb. Um, but other than that, it's, yeah, I mean, it's mostly just, just beer and every once in a while, you know, a new seltzer comes out, we'll grab and try those, but, um, wine every once in a while, Mm, Ellen's a a big wine person. So I, I'll I'll usually drink some, I'll, I'll try hers and I've found liking more of that, but I usually just leave that to her. So a lot more beer though. I hear you. I hear you. Well, uh, it'll be interesting to see as this continues on with the news of possible vaccines, possible rapid tests, distribute, distribution, all that stuff. It'll be interesting to see what actually happens and um, if we continue on this path and, and what those numbers do because, excuse me, places are opening and then closing and then trying it again and doing all kinds of crazy stuff. So we'll just kind of, it'll be interesting to see. It'll be, what'll be interesting will be once we get to the end of the year and we look back at, at some year end numbers. And I think we'll, we'll see what, what, especially Americans, what we really need and what we actually take in. I think that's what's going to be interesting because I think there's going to be some higher numbers on some dumb shit that just nobody, <laughs> we just don't need. You know what I mean? That's just, right. I feel like, but who knows? Who knows? All right, fellas. Well, so before we get to the theory, is there anything else that you guys would like to, you know, bring up or anything else that you guys need to uh, think we should, should talk about before we get onto the theory? Uh, I got a joke because I know how Keith starts the show off with jokes. It just yeah. kind of came to me. Uh, yeah, we haven't so, we haven't started we haven't started with a joke in, in in a while. So maybe if maybe if you say one right now, maybe we can just take it and plop it into the front too. All right. Um. So my joke. So you want to hear my joke? I got a joke for you. Of uh, course. Yeah. Tim Grifford. That's my joke. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is, he's not going to even know. I know. Okay. Here's another one. Here's another one. Uh, Keith Schaefer. Yeah. <laughs> Bitch, do you want to talk shit on the Mighty Duck still? I've, I haven't forgotten. Oh, God. Oh, God. And he ga- oh, wait. And he gave me shit on the last podcast you guys just did. I forgot yeah. about this. Yeah, called both he of us. He did. Yeah, yeah, both of you, actually. Yeah, he did. And where is Which he I- now? Where is he now when we come on? Where I is think he now? He's, I think, honestly, I'm not quite sure, but I think he's out in the woods with Griff. <laughs> I think they're living the, the off-the-grid life. I'm all fired up right now this week with Tommy Lee Jones and the and those two assholes. Like, let's go. I, he's Foshi, He's ready for the movie game. We got to get this I, guy. I uh, am ready. We can play around today. It's and like be ready. I feel like it's like feed the beast time, man. We gotta, <laughs> we gotta, we gotta get him going here. He's gonna come at us uh, until until we until we get him on here. So I, I just think I just think we have to do it. There's no no way around it. The the, the bad part is is I I don't know if we want to do it though because if he ends up losing. I don't know if we can handle handle what's going to happen there. It might be a self destruction. <laughs> I mean, at least I'm here, and not where you guys are. So you know, at least you, the camera will just go out, and then <laughs> that's true. That's true. You you have plenty of ways to like not face the the, the music if you want to say that. Yeah, that's fair. Um, okay, let's get on to the theory of the week, and then we'll get out of here. What do you guys say? All right. So here here's the deal. When the theory's left up to me. I usually do very simple things because I'm more of the conversation part of it and the research part of it, I'm, I can do, but you know, uh, I feel like the more simple the theory is usually the more talking, talking points. Um, actually, it's probably reversed now that I say that out loud. It's probably the more in-depth is, I guess it just depends on how deep down the hole you want to go. I'm going to be honest. We're not going very deep down the hole, but 
I am going to do what we did last week and we're going to take this specific example and I'm going to expand it out to other wider, broader things. And those things are movies, specifically animated film. And I know that you guys both, Foshi, you talk about media all the time. Todd, you guys are constantly on the Offended Podcast doing media. Every time we get you on here, that's what we end up talking about. That's why I love having you guys on, get a little media conversation. So here is the theory. I can't remember if we've done anything like this. I feel like we might have talked about this before, but I don't think it was a theory. So anybody who's following the ABC pod, I'm sorry if we're repeating, but we're just going to roll with it either way. So I'm taking, I'm ripping another one off of Reddit because that's kind of been my go-to lately. Um, this one is from Dan's underscore assorted underscore art. So shout out to you. But he says, the Sonic the Hedgehog movie trailer with the bad looking Sonic was simply to drum up publicity and that they didn't actually change it to make it better looking um, or a more true form of Sonic, that it was actually that version from the start and that they made it worse to literally drum up and, and create this, this internet flow of just controversy and conversation that ended up happening. Uh, he, he ends by saying the two trailers, the old and new versions, were both the talk of the internet of that time, which is true. So for anybody who doesn't know or remember, this is kind of a little bit ago, maybe a year or so ago, I can't really remember at this point, but the animated movie, Sonic the Hedgehog, uh, came out. And when it first came out, people were so terrified and horrified and just actually upset with how bad Sonic himself looked. I think it had a lot to do with like his eyes and maybe the animated, like his fur maybe that is animated. And basically Twitter and everyone almost revolted and said, we are not, that, that, that's terrifying. We're not going to see that movie. And word, rumor has it that they went back into the labs and reanimated Sonic and all these other parts. And when they released the trailer, everyone else kind of said a, a, um, a, 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 a in agreement, kind of a sigh of relief, like, ah, okay, he looks normal now and we can go watch it, which is weird in general because that is terrifying. Todd's holding him a picture, which is weird because it's a hedgehog and it's an animated movie and people care that much. It's very, the whole thing's very interesting, but we will talk about that. But the, the wider lens here is for us to think about, could this possibly be a tactic for all or any future animated movies to where you could possibly come up with a worse version of it just to generate social media activity? In the world that we live in, I don't feel like it sounds that crazy. It is a, there, you got to think about that. There is a huge risk to this, right? Because in this case, everyone kind of okayed the second release. But what happens if you don't? You run a big risk of, of really kind of ruining a lot of possibility as far as the, the, the film as a whole. But the idea that you could actually come out with a worse version on purpose to make and keep the conversation going it's very interesting to me. So overall, somebody, Todd, start me off here, man. Like, what are your thoughts about this overall? So looking at it, it is just mind blowing that the first design of it was that because it is horrible. Like it looks nothing like Sonic. Like it just, he looks like if Sonic did crack for like a three <laughs> years straight. And, like, lost some coloring, like, in his, like, chest. It's just weird. Like, I don't get it. And But another part of me, I don't know. Because I know with movies and stuff, when they announce, like, the uh, release dates, and if they delay stuff, uh, they can lose a shitload of money by doing that. So I don't think, 
like that's the part of me that thinks like it definitely wasn't on purpose and they were like oh shit we have to fix this because it does look like shit <laughs> but then there's another part of me that's like maybe this totally was a publicity stunt just to get people talking about it and just see if people were actually excited about the movie and then paramount saw maybe oh wow a lot of people are like invested in this let's make it let's put some more money into it because then we know we can make it back now so I'm kind of bold. I'm 50-50. I'm split on this. Yeah, because the, the, the one side is, is, is it a possibility that they literally did that as a, as a tester, right? As a feeler. Right. The other thing, though, mm-hmm. that says that I say to that is that these kinds of big studio movies, they usually have a, a lot of testing groups that those trailers and, and clips and dailies, they're all run through people. Um, so it is possible that the, the network or the studio thought it was great until people said it wasn't. And they're right. like, oh, man, we're dumb. But it also is very possible that uh, they were like, yeah, I don't really know. Maybe we're in the middle. Like, can we just put it out there and see what people think? Because I will say this. One of the most infuriating things to me is a bad movie trailer. And I'm not even talking about animated. You have, have you ever seen a movie trailer? Or you've seen a movie, or, or gone back and looked at a trailer for a movie that you've already seen. And you're just like, what the actual hell was that? I don't right. that, 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 Or you've seen a new trailer and you're like, I don't even know what that movie is supposed to be about. Or the vice versa of that where you've seen those three-minute trailers and you're like, I don't think I need to watch the movie anymore. Right, you see uh, the whole movie. Exactly. So making a trailer is a very, it, it's, a, it's an art in itself. Um, but it makes me wonder if you could use that as a true feeler to test out your audience. Foshi, what, what do you think, man? What, what are your feelings about all this? Yeah, I feel like when, when you guys were just talking about trailers, um, I feel like it's the hardest maybe to make a trailer for like comedy movies because there's been, I mean, numerous right. comedy movies where I see a whole trailer and then I see the movie and I'm like, Oh, everything that was funny was in the trailer. It just completely draws people in. Um, and yeah, I feel like when Sonic was announced, people were like, Oh cool. Like a Sonic movie. Like nobody was really like die hard going to see it mm-hmm. or anything. And then mm-hmm. they released the trailer and it was all over Twitter. Like it was everywhere. People were complaining about, I think his teeth and like he had like <laughs> really strange legs and people were just, like, losing their mind. He has human so, teeth in the first like yeah, design. It's weird. That's what it is. Like, that's what that was. What it was. Yeah. Yeah. So I feel like people were just losing their mind, and then they were like, "Oh shit! Yeah, we need to go back and, and redo this." Um, and I've I've talked to a couple people that actually seen that movie, and they said it wasn't as bad as they were expecting. Yeah, I've heard um, people say it's pretty good. Yeah, but uh, doing that on purpose. I mean, it's it's definitely a risky maneuver for sure. Um, it would make me it make me interested to see when they released the like what the original release date was and then if they ended up pushing it back at all because of that because if they didn't then i would for sure say oh yeah it was just just a ploy to to get people interested because i feel like even if you're showing movie executives or people that work at paramount or whatever somebody's going to be like no that's really weird and really creepy like i don't think that's going to work um and it, it just it brings up the whole thing with dc and justice league and the snyder cut which as soon as that came out, people were like, I'm not, a, you know, I haven't even seen the Justice League movie or anything. People were it's losing terrible. their mind. It's so terrible. Now, so now people are all, they were like, oh, there's some Snyder cut that's like, you know, this, this whole thing that's like four hours long. It needs to be released. Everybody wants to see it. Well, now HBO is doing a Snyder cut release and they've cut it into four one hour segments on HBO that are going to be released. Oh my God. I guarantee God. you're going to get people that are going to sign up for HBO just to see that, that four oh, hours. For sure whatever release. So it's just super interesting how these, uh, how these companies and theater people and just drum up all this stuff yeah. to, to get uh, 
publicity. And you know, as I say, no publicity is bad publicity. Right. Uh-huh. But that's the thing, is like you can get away with that with an animated movie, right? You can't do much testers or feelers for a uh, you know, a real film with real characters, real subjects. Um it, but the I mean, I guess you can. There's different ways, I I guess, but is the whole thing with this with the Snyder cut that there's a lot more animation? They're like a lot of the more bad guys that are animated or bad anim- like what is what's what's the rap on on that? Well, I think I, I mean I'm not 100 percent sure, but I think the original thought was that the movie he the movie that he made was like between three and four hours long, and there was supposed to be a lot more. It was supposed to be a lot better movie, and then the studio made him cut it down, mm, and the okay. original movie is only like two or two and a half hours. So I think people were like, all, all the I think. It, a bunch of actors came out and said it was the Snyder cut was better, and a bunch of people at that work at whatever theater yeah. company said it was good. So a bunch of people online were just like, you know, we want to see it, and everybody was like, oh no, it's bullshit, like it doesn't exist. But then now, clearly, it does exist, and the people are mm. getting what they want. It's super interesting how if you get enough people that complain and uh, ask for something, that comp- theaters are just like, okay, sure, we'll just give in and give it to you. Well, what's crazy about it about the Justice League movie is that like. There's basically two different movies and Zack Snyder directed one that was like what you're saying is like four hours long, but something happened during production to where he dropped out of finishing the movie. Like he was like, I had a couple scenes left to like shoot and he just dropped out. I forget why. And then the uh, Josh Weldon came in, the guy that made all the Avengers movies and stuff came in and made that justice league movie, which was just like a complete clusterfuck. Cause it just, it's like the whole movie was like a hype movie to get Superman back. And it's like, no, but that's the whole point of the justice league is to have them all together in one movie, not to hype, not to tease Superman the entire movie and just have <laughs> him in the last 10 minutes. Like right. that doesn't make sense. Like that's like teasing. That's like saying like, let's have an Avengers movie, but only have Iron Man in it for like 10 minutes. Like that's dumb. Like, um, yeah, that, I'm not looking forward to the Snyder cut at all. I think <laughs> Zack Snyder, in my opinion, is fucking miserable when it comes to like making movies. All of his movies are the exact same. He's like Michael Bay when it comes to like his movies. There's the, they have the same effects. Like three, he directed 300 and Watchmen. Like if you see those movies and like the background, the coloring of those movies, they all look the same. And the Superman movies that came out and the Justice League movies that came out they all look the same. I'm just like, I'm not, I'm just not looking forward to this. And people are so excited and they want to see it. And I'm just like, ah, I just think you guys are going to be let down again. Like you guys haven't liked anything else he's put out. Like what makes you think this is going to be good? Like, I don't know. But yeah. uh, for the Sonic thing, it was delayed three months the, from the original release date. So okay. that could totally have been a publicity stunt because that is not a long enough time to like, yeah, and, and see, that's where that. I don't like, know where it comes for the animation side of things. I don't know, it, yeah, if that's a normal turnaround time or if that's super short, it's super long. Quick. It's yeah, and quick. I and I also don't know, like, what's you know, was there also another inflow of money? You know, did the did the did the studio drop another ten million dollars into you know? I I don't know that. I don't know the financials either. But maybe that would be a game changer too. You know, if we saw a, a big deposit in those three months, right? You know, maybe they're more legit that they were just really wrong. It's just very rare that with all the animations, movies, especially with Netflix and people are doing their own animations, it's very rare that I just feel like you miss the mark that badly. Does that make, does that, I don't even know if that makes sense, but I, that's the weird part to me is that like, I kind of want every animation movie to have its own feel, its own vibe, its own look, but it's rare and weird that this one missed that mark so bad that people revolted against it. Do you know what I mean? So, 
So I'm looking this up now because I'm curious because I know I think with Star Wars movies when they do like CGI, like it takes them like a few years to like complete the CGI for that. So with now it's making me think that it was totally a publicity stunt for Sonic because they only delayed it for they only delayed it by three months. Exactly. That's so kind of what I'm thinking too. The general average time to produce an animated an animation is around sixty to ninety seconds in is six weeks. Just for 90 <laughs> okay. seconds of There's, footage. I think so. It's that, totally a publicity stuff. Okay, well, listen, before you break it me. down, I was going to say, you, you, you have looked up some information. We've been talking about this for a minute. We actually are running down to our time limit here, so we're going to have to wrap up. <laughs> With that, though, start us off, Todd. You know, we always got to give a percentage, man. Where are you at on this, percentage-wise? I'm uh, full 100% on that it was a publicity stunt now. After okay. reading that. So, with that real quickly do you think that this can be applied to other animated movies moving forward about like almost like a te- you get a, a test trial um, in a way a tester in a way yes but to me this makes it this totally makes it seem like for the trailer they cgi'd just those scenes to make it look bad and they oh, okay had the movie finished that that's makes more I, sense yeah. right right so 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 that's what okay so that's what the theory actually is saying now that i'm reading again is that they had that trailer and then they just purposely made it look bad. Like right. they made a second version of it to make it look worse to see. Right. I got you. Okay. All right. Uh, Foshi, hit me with some percentages, man. Where, where do you fall on the spectrum on this thing? Yeah, I'm, I'm with Todd. I'm hundred percent. I mean, i I'm not mistaken. I mean, this is a while ago it came out, but I'm, if I'm not mistaken, it was the trailer was released. People got upset, canceled the culture, all that stuff. Nobody was going to see Sonic. And then I feel like just, a couple weeks later, there was something going around on Twitter again already that it was like, oh, they updated Sonic. He looks better. They you know, got rid of the teeth or whatever. They edited the teeth. So yeah, I, I'm feeling 100% on this this wow. for sure example where they already had it ready and they just wanted to drum up a lot of publicity for, for the movie because right. nobody was really like talking about Sonic as like, oh, they're going to make a Sonic movie. Like, okay, cool. But then if, it was just everywhere. It was trending on Twitter. Right. If they made that movie, if they redid that whole movie within three months... Though that production team should be hired for every single fucking movie ever made because that's insane. That, how quick that turnaround was, I mean, that's insane. That's totally true. 100% publicity stuff. That's true, you know, and I got to be honest, when it first came out and I was living during the moments of this, I really did think like, oh, you know, they just really messed up and they're going to redo their stuff and, you know, good for them. Uh, but talking to you guys and thinking about this, it, it, I got to be honest with you. I'm right there with you guys. This is a 300%. This is a solid, solidified, uh, I think, confirmed theory here for us is that, because you just kind of wonder, even for big markets, like, you know, you think about a, a popular movie like Toy Story, right? That's an animated movie. They don't have to do this test because people, know, you know, just make it look like the, Toy Story. Is, it's a known thing. It's like, oh, everybody loves that. But for maybe an indie animator or somebody who, a small budget or something like Fauché, I think just kind of hit the mark there. A movie that people, you kind of know that people don't really care about, but you're just kind of throwing it out there, but you don't really know how much people care about. This could be an easy tactic, especially for the animated side. You just kind of make a worse version of it and then it's a win-win because then if you feel like people really do get a, a, even if the, even if your final version is not that much better, but you've thrown out a really shitty version, you're still going to be in the green at least a little bit. You know, you're still probably going to generate a little bit more interest and money. It's very interesting when you think about it like that, because it's definitely with the animation side, it's very possible. Very, very possible. Um, Man, crazy to think about it. Maybe Sonic, what if that's going to start like a trend? We're just going to see really terrible trailers move forward when the world gets back in order. Who knows? Or they're 
production shoots himself in the foot by releasing that fake trailer, then people actually like that design. Then you have to delay the movie like That's true. a year. So, so to there's a the right. movie again. So there's the risk, right? You do. There is a lot of uh, gambling. There is some because and there all the other side of that, Todd, is that not only that, but if they but if they end up liking the other, um, like what if they just don't like the other version either? Or what if they what if it ruined right. the taste is so sour in their mouth that they're just actually like, yeah, I'm just I'm gonna go all the way away from that one. Right. It's very possible. So it's, it's going to be interesting to see what, we, what <laughs> happens here. But overall, I think it's a solid theory. Um, so what do you guys out there think? Let us know. Hit us up. Anythingbutcredible.com. The email is anythingbutcredible at gmail.com. Do you think that Sonic possibly started a trend by purposely making their trailer worse and uglier, worse quality overall animated wise, to come back with the, with the, with the better, um, to, to drum up publicity and kind of reassure everyone when they come in, almost as a tester, as a feeler, and then come in for the for to, to save the day, which which actually was mind blowing to me. Final thing here is that everyone out there, do me a favor and just Google the amount of money that that movie made because it made way more than I thought it was going to. Really so it actually really. did. Okay, that is a lot, <laughs> way more that if you would have told me a Sonic movie was going to make, I would have never ever got up into the hundreds ever. But I see that I can I mean, see it. I guess, but overseas maybe, but I. I it's that video game crowd, man. Yeah, I mean, listen, I love Sonic, but I'm old, you know? So I, I just feel like new kids, like, who's Sonic? I don't know. But you're right. You're, that kind of stuff, you probably always will get a sizable return on that, no matter what mm. it is. So, okay, well, we'll see what the future goes on. Guys, uh, let's get out of here. Before we do, anybody, anything that you'd like to shout out for uh, other than, um, you know, your own podcast, which I would have really appreciated if you told people how to, how to check it out. Uh, well, you can find Offended on uh, Twitter, Instagram, uh, YouTube, Facebook, all at Offended Pod. You can download our stuff on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. Just by searching Offended, subscribe, give us a five-star rating. Uh, Wakanda Forever and Black Lives Matter. That's all I got to say. Love it. Love it. Foshi. Yeah, going uh, going off topic podcast, anywhere you get uh, your podcast download and also social media, you can find us. Also, you know, of course, anythingbecredible.com. Uh, yeah, I'll just, you know, shout out to what Todd said. Um, also, Shout out three day weekends and shout out the NFL's coming back next week. So I'm excited. Uh, call XFL's back too, baby. <laughs> That's right. Uh, for me, shout out to both of you guys. I, I always appreciate you guys coming on just in general, but uh, definitely filling in. And I think that uh, Todd has definitely expressed his interest to not only be on the movie game for the for the Going Off Topic podcast, but two episodes from now, uh, we'll have another special episode of some sorts. I feel like he also wants to really lose in trivia too. So that's, um, we, we, I think we can grant him that, that wish and we can uh, get him into the to the mix, even though I think it might be a little, a little ugly for him. And we got, I got that idea for that 32 movie tournament. Yeah. That's right. That. We need to make, yeah, we need to make that happen. I love that. Yeah. So we definitely got some collaborations going on. So do us a favor, check all, check all the podcasts out, including, uh, you know, after you listen to this, obviously anything but credible.com podcast for all the links and everything like that. We appreciate you checking in again. Um, and, and we'll check you next time for, uh, for 184. Crazy to think about, but we'll see you then. Appreciate you guys, uh, for stepping in and, uh, everybody we'll see you next time. Peace. Right, right, right now.